Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Mistaken Identity Podcast with your hosts, David and Frank. Frank, how you doing this evening? Uh, I'm, you know, thawing out from the Cubs game. Uh, you know, whenever the Cubs are in town, it's uh, 40 degrees, uh, football weather, and then when they go out of town, it's 80 degrees. So um, I was cold today. Uh, I was really, really cold today, weren't you? <laughs> Yeah, but I was at a gate, so I had some sunshine. I was pretty cool, so I was like, I was, I was, I wasn't too bad. Except when I get went inside and had to deal with those issues, it was uh, a little, little chilly in the seating area. But I was pretty good. Um, so I had something for you, Frank. So right. I know how you love kittens, right? <laughs> now you love kittens. Uh, yeah, so everybody do. on the podcast, we're going to switch gears a little bit. So Frank also loves Popeyes. Yes, I do. Right. <laughs> So when I came home today, I'm going to show you this. So the people at home probably can't see it. They, you know, they're listening. I'm showing Frank a thing of <laughs> red beans and rice. Yes. Yes. Now, to my understanding, they did they discontinue this and brought it back or was it always there? I'm, I'm not sure. So I hadn't, I have personally not seen it up here on the north side because I saw I was getting uh, the Cajun rice, which I still love the Cajun rice. Um, but recently I've seen that they have, um, had it again. So, um, I'm not sure why, but I'm not complaining. Um, but I, I've got a custom to the Cajun rice now. So, <laughs> um, I didn't go more for that, but that red beans and rice, you can't go wrong with. Exactly. And speaking of supporting, um, you have an announcement for us. Um, go ahead and share that with our audience. Yeah, so you know, we, we've been talking about the memberships coming and the Apple changes and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, so as now, obviously, you all know uh, by logic that we record sessions about a week in advance before they come out. Um, so today is what? I think it's May 7th. I'm so far behind. I think it's May 7th. But uh, our membership um, had a soft launch and it went out today. Um, so I actually went out and bought the membership. Um, and it's pretty exciting. It's like the... Um, uh, bonus content, uh, all the celebrities and, and uh, like Sherry Shepard and all the um, baseball players like Kyle Farnsworth and all the wrestlers like Mick Foley and Kurt Angle that have been on the podcast that you can only hear in the previous uh, versions of it. When you get a membership, you have to get to see all of them and uh, hear from them. And they're all, all those videos are uploaded. Uh, so if you have $3 to support, um the podcast that's the lowest level it's three dollars uh go out and get that but i definitely i went out and got it uh it was cool to see um how far we've grown but this is all thanks to apple because apple decided to uh make people uh pay for content well bonus bonus content and then it was a good idea other than the fact that now we're doing double work but <laughs> um <laughs> so i encourage everybody that supports us we have thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, listeners now. So um, if you want some of that behind the scenes content, or you want to see some of those celebrities and people, or you want to see the guests like the guests we have today, you want to see their face and how they look, uh, go ahead and get a membership for $3. Uh, we got some little cool gifts for you as well, like luggage tags. And we have uh, some dog, what are these called, David? Dog? Are these dog tags or dog chains? I don't dog, know what are these dog called. Dog tags? Yeah, dog tags. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're called dog tags, but uh, I do know I have a dog. He doesn't even wear these, but I don't know. But anyway, we have those on there, um, and some other stuff. So check it out. 
it's a link in the show description um, and get a membership. I've got my mom getting one. I had her on the phone right before we started today. She didn't even know what it was, but I'm like, hey, if my name is on it. You should be buying it. So <laughs> she's going to get one and my family as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the membership. Exactly. And it's like um, to put it in perspective, it's literally just like a cup of coffee. Like you go Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or whatever. It's literally just sacrificing a, a drink, basically. So um, what drink have, at Starbucks? Wait, what drink at Starbucks is three dollars? <laughs> coffee. What do you mean? <laughs> like just like, no like, like, like four <laughs> fifty something and like four dollars. OK, fine. Maybe maybe it well, changed. Well, last minute. Okay. well, let me well, let me say. Uh, a basic cup of coffee from Starbucks. <laughs> like two, because, three bucks. I got a uh, gift card mail from I think Lisa Smith from Starbucks, and I had to add money to it. Not, I mean, she gave me a good amount, but when I, from what I ordered, um, I ordered for me and a friend of mine. Now she gave me a good amount. Let me just say that. But uh, Starbucks, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying Starbucks is, uh, yeah. But that's another story. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's say let's say three bucks is a soda. How yes. About that? But not at Wrigley Field because that's more like six. Exactly. But that's another story. <laughs> exactly, another long story. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so uh, but yeah, uh, we thank you guys in advance for your support and um, your continued listening to the podcast. Um, we're gonna jump right into our very special guest. Just came back from Belize. I know it had to be like super amazing. I know it was way warmer than Chicago because when I saw him come back, he had a big coat on. <laughs> so, <Man. laughs> welcome to the show, my man Mitch. Mitch, how you doing this evening, man? Man, I'm good, brother. Thank you. Feeling blessed, and I appreciate y'all having me, man. I do. Thank you. For sure. And um, we're just going to jump right into it, man. First of all, I want to say congratulations to you. Um, Give us uh, the news. I'll let you break it to the uh, mistaken identity family. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, no problem. But I, I'm, I'm, I guess you congratulating you on my baby girl, man, my first baby. Um, you know, it's, it's such a blessing. Fatherhood is is a life changing thing, especially, you know, at the age I'm at now to be ready for it. That's 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 key. You know, that's that's it's, it's, it's a great feeling, man. So. Thank you. I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, uh, I'm giving out um, 100 gifts to 100 kids, uh, newborn through 16. So uh, you got to get with David to get me your uh, mailing information. And uh, uh, obviously, obviously, I turn every kid into a Cubs fan. So expect the Cubs <laughs> related. But... Uh, and that's a good plug for everybody else. 100 gifts for 100 kids. Make sure you sign up uh, for that. But we will definitely send something your way uh, to uh, help produce, hopefully, a new future. Uh, no pressure, but, you know, a Cub fan. You know well, I mean? uh, well, you know what? My stance on baseball is I'm not the biggest baseball fan. And I, I know I know Cubs fans and Sox fans don't care about this, my stance. But I just go with the city, man. I, I you know, if, if we doing good on the south side, we doing good. If we doing good on, on the west, on the uh, north side, we doing good. So I'm Cubs. And and I, I, I agree with you. David is the one that is anti White Sox. I, I am now <laughs> a fan of Tim Anderson. So I, me and you, are on the same page. I'm just letting you. Me and you are on the same page. Cool. Wait, 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 wait. Let me wait. Let me put it in perspective, guys, because y'all not gonna jump on me. So 
Um, <laughs> the thing is, is like, so it's just like New York. So if you got the Mets and the Yankees, now you know in New York it's brutal. So you can't pick both sides. It's got to be one side or the yeah, other, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's the same for Chicago. It's like you either pick the Cubs or you pick the White Sox. That's not saying you wish evil on them. You know, New York people probably do, but not here, obviously. But for me, it's the Cubs. But I don't, I don't hate the White Sox. I just my number one, my love is for the Cubs. Would you ever wear a White Sox hat? Yeah, you know, White Sox. It goes good with like a lot of stuff. So I mean. Okay, right, so, okay, okay, well, okay. I, so I, I now I gotta admit, I, I think I, I think I'm not there yet. I'm not there yes. yet. Oh. Wait a minute, wait, Tim Anderson is your guy though. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, I like to. Oh, I, yeah, I love Tim Anderson. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. I'm working hard on it, but uh, I don't. I, I can't go to the hat part. Well, what do you mean? Like, wear a hat in the house? I mean, out of town. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody was. Let's say if yeah. he was out of town, right? She yeah. represents Chicago. You out of town? Yes. yes. No, nobody, okay, nobody, cool. nobody that knows me will see it. Yes, I, I would do that. Yes, yes. All right. That's yes. that's that's good enough for me yes. personally. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's good enough for me. <laughs> I'm not the biggest uh, baseball fan, man. I, I've never really uh, got into the sport. You know, I've always. I understand it. So whenever, you know, whenever it get intense and we making it somewhere, I start to watch it and things like, especially at work, you know, working downtown, we would always get off work and go watch the end of a game or something. So, yeah, but. Baseball, and just to be perfectly honest, uh, baseball has never been really, um, you know, marketed to uh, people of color, like basketball and football. Um, has been, it's been, you know, historically conservative for the years, not picking any sides, but that's just mm-hmm. the truth of how it is. Uh, yeah. So many, you many. Take a drink on camera? Oh, yeah, I, I do it all the time. But Okay, uh, all right. I, yeah. I, 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 I kept doing this. I said, well, let yeah. me ask him. I'll um, take a drink on camera. Just a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but many, 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 many people of color, you know, are just not into baseball because it's either slow or it's boring, which I understand because watching it on TV, I fall asleep and I work for the club, you know, so, um, but, uh, you know. I got a fun fact I'd like to share with you if it's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, like, so David just told you, I just came back from Belize, you know, and uh, that's where my family's from. But so growing up, what I understand is that, um, I understand. I, I didn't know this. Right. And so I was told that the reason so many people are, are Cubs fans around the globe is because that was one of the channels that people would get. Right. So in Belize, that was one of the channels they would get. So they always saw the Cubs. So everybody is a Cubs fan. You know, that's what they root for. That's how that kind of goes. And I think it was the same thing with uh, the Bulls. They were kind of Bulls fans by default. I, I guess they got WGN as a channel down there or whatever. So they were all kind of Bulls fans by default. Of course, L.A. and Boston, you know, those teams run things. But people were kind of – most of them were Michael Jordan and the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, so w, WGN was free channel all over the world. I do a lot mm-hmm. of uh, uh, cruising. And I go a lot of different countries and I wear Cubs stuff. And any country where I go to, people know the Cubs because – yeah. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. You know, the thing that's crazy about uh, this day and age, it, it's really sad in a sense, like we're losing like the, the TV marketing contracts and all this stuff. It, 
You can't even watch the Cubs on regular TV anymore. You can't watch anybody on regular TV anymore, except you might get an NBA game on the weekends, on right, Saturday, right. Sunday, basically. But, like, baseball, Cubs, White Sox, you can forget it. It's it's all cable. It's all streaming and all. It's it's just mm. – that's the sad part about, you know, advancing in, in technology yeah, yeah, yeah. media and all that stuff. But um, I wanted to – I wanted to ask you about Belize because I was like interested in some of the um, the stories that you shared, mm. like with the weather, the food. The food looks great. Um, some of those products you had, like to help you know uh, cleanse your body or whatever that was. Um, give us a little bit of background on uh, your visit there, you know, with your little girl and all that. Okay. All right. Cool. Um... Well, well, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll start from the beginning real quick. Um, you know, I'm my dad is from Belize, right? My dad is from Belize. Um, he came here when he was around in his twenties, right? Um, before he left, he had uh, two kids there, three kids there. So I had a, a brother and two sisters that were in Belize. Uh, I have a two of them came over. My oldest brother, my oldest sister. They came over here. I still have another sister who lived there who, um, you know, she's not interested in really coming over here. So uh, I but the first time I went back was when I was 16. I didn't go back again until I was about 31 or 32. I'm now 41. So I've been going back constantly since I was about 31, 32 years old. Um, and I, I like it, bro. I, You know, for me, um, you know, growing up, listening to people listening to it from my dad or my, my aunties and, you know, it wasn't the happiest place for them. So to say, uh, it wasn't the paradise that it is kind of now. Um, but I, I fairly enjoyed it. I mean, I would, I would usually go back for maybe two weeks at a time. <clears throat> I would go back for about two weeks at a time. This is the longest I've spent, um, about five months. You know, my daughter was just born. So I went back and, I, I wasn't sure what it was going to be like, but but you know what? It, it was great, man. It was it was life changing. It's a it's it's you know, everything is everything is different. The food, the gross, the way you shop, the way you eat, the way you cook, everything is different. You know, it's, it's um, I, I won't say it's it's all farm to the table, but it could be, though. You know, you have people who raise their own cows and chickens and things like that. And then, you know, I go directly to a meat shop when it's time to get meat. So I go directly to a meat shop where those people raise their own. Uh, not everybody raises their own, but they get a lot of it. It's, it's, it's local, you know. Um, so shopping, you know, going directly to a fruit market. You know, those things are, are, are different, man. Just the way we buy food over here. You know, I just went grocery shopping the other day. And... Uh, you know, all the stuff that's kind of kept cool, uh, the green peppers and the cilantro and all these things. Well, over there, these things sit out like they they we in a we we on the side of a, a highway and it's 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 90 degrees, you know, and they store it outside. And one thing that would that I adjusted to, like when I would I would come home, I go grocery shopping and then I'm quick to put stuff in the refrigerator. And uh, my my fiance is always like. Why? Why you put it in the refrigerator? Eggs, you know. I I I come home and put, and then I'm, and then I see stuff that's been out for like all day. I'm like, well, it's no good no more. 
but in reality, it's not, man. It's, it's still good. So that was a, you know, it was it was an experience, bro. I, I would encourage any 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 person of color, you know, uh, although you might not have family, friends in the Caribbean and things like that, um, that's a cultural experience. I would encourage everybody to go check it out, and not on the resort, so to say, but but go check it out, man. You're gonna get love from your people, man. So people are gonna treat you great. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and, and we also had uh, Raven on the show. I think she said her parents are from. Yeah, yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just good to like get these uh, these good uh, feedback from you guys and, and the, the stories and the, the history and the, the knowledge of it. And um, but you got to tell me about that. Um, oh, what was that? Was it like some fresh water or? Like something you had coconut water or something you had. I can't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, well, well, you know, for me, coconut water. Now, now, if you look at, I don't know if you drink coconut water while you're here, right? But if you go to the store and buy coconut water, it's about three dollars for a little for for like a, a bottle or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um I was lucky enough, my apartment is is it's a guy who sells coconut water at the end of the road every at least Five times out the week, he's there, you know, five times out the week. Coconut water costs you um, about 50 cent U.S. You know, I, I'll always, when I when I reference things, just for general, I'm going to reference it in the U.S. price, okay? Um, the, the money is two to one, though. The money is two to one. So you could get, I could get fresh coconut water for 50 cent every day. Now, believe it or not, the people there, they don't really... You know, it's, it, I guess I guess because it's there, they don't really care. Like, you don't see people rushing it like me. But I wanted to drink more coconut water than I want to drink anything. And it's not that it's good. It's not that I don't think it's good to drink every day. But just the idea of being able to get to it, man, I'm telling you, it's, it's refreshing. It's, it's, it's like an instant hydration, bro. When you drink coconut water, it's an instant hydration. And it it don't even last like. I buy a bottle of water, and if I put it in the refrigerator, it, it probably got a life expectancy of about two days. So I don't know what they do to it over here, where it, where it could last on the shelf for ever like that, right? <laughs> but over over there, it, it got a life expectancy of about two days, you know? Wow. So over here, we put uh, very bad chemicals and preservatives. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just being right. truthful. I'm just being honest. Preservatives, yeah. Uh, you know, that's what yeah, preservatives, uh, yeah. Sure. Very bad things in our food here that other countries ban. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put it in here because you know money is supreme, and uh, if you can, if it can last longer, it can be sold longer. Uh, so you know, not to dampen our listeners, uh, you know, food you're probably eating dinner right now, but it's probably not all real. But anyway, back to you. <laughs> nah, bro, that 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 is like I said, that is that's that's a hundred percent correct, man. It's it's a. Uh... It, it, like I said, it's just an eye-opening thing because you know I remember talking to my grandmother or hearing her stories, and and they cook every day, right? Because they know that things are going to go bad, right? Where we cook and have leftovers, you know. Like I talked about my sister coming over here when she came. She came. She was uh, seventeen. I was ten. So I met my oldest sister when I was ten. She was seventeen. When she came here. And, and, and my dad was cooking and we eating leftovers. She had a real hard time with leftovers <laughs> just because from her standpoint, it's like, that's not good, right? It, it can't last two days. 
so that was a but now I understood like like when I go when I went there and I was cooking for myself and I'm like nah, stuff don't last it don't last for three four days in the refrigerator it doesn't but here it does <laughs> there it does yeah so when when is your uh, next next uh, planned visit to go out there and see your uh, beautiful little girl oh bro you know I don't I, I mean. And your fiance, I'm sorry, I should have said that too. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, no, no problem. First, I, I want to say, man, you know, congratulations to you, bro. I've been, you know, you know, man, you've been friends for for a long time. So, um, your marriage, your 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 kids, your grandkids, bro, just blessing to that <laughs> fatherhood is such a beautiful thing, man. And I would not be away from my daughter if our circumstances weren't what they were. Um, so with that being said, I'm going back as soon as possible. Um, I, I thought about going back around Father's Day, uh, you know, my first Father's Day. That would be amazing. But from a realistic standpoint, because I plan to stay, um, you know, for extended periods of time, it'll probably be another couple of months. So I probably won't go back until maybe the fall. Um I don't. I, I I wouldn't want to do another winter here. I missed this. I missed most of this winter. I came back and I think we got one little day of little flurries and things like that, man. So me and the snow, we ain't friends no more, bro. I I'm, I'm done. With snow. I don't want to see no snow. So I want to go back when um you know when I can stay for an extended period of time. Um, the ultimate goal, to be honest, would be to be back and forth, man. I I, I um. People always ask me, like, what y'all going to do? They going to come here? They going to, you know, right now, I I don't have any, I don't have the, the, my desire would be to spend more time there than have them come here right now. You know, I know, I know that's strange for a lot of people. It's a third world country and people think everything is poor and this, this, and that. It's really not, you know, um, I, I want to give you an example of, of how the lifestyle is. You know, I just like I said, I went to the grocery store a little while ago. I bought a I bought a bag of oranges for five dollars, man. Five dollars. I'll buy six oranges there for a dollar. Right? About wait, six wait, a dollar? For a dollar. A dollar. Wow. One dollar. Right. Yeah, but but I mean, but let me let me let me just break it down for our listeners. Let me break it down for our listeners. The oranges you bought here probably had a brand name on them that is a part of some billion dollar company. And the oranges that you probably bought um, there probably didn't have a name on them, but they probably put somebody's farm, uh, which cut out the billion dollar company. So <laughs> that's uh, for our list part, listeners that are young, could be have some young listeners out here. Uh, that's, the, that's part of the problem yeah. in and- this country. <laughs> And, and 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 that's what that that's that's one of the things I want to you know like touch on because like I said people think oh it's a third world country you know why don't why don't you want to bring your family here isn't there more opportunities here it is opportunities here definitely we never you we can never it's, it's plenty of opportunities here um, but the quality of life though you, you you can argue that back and forth the quality of life like I said uh, I could buy fresh fruits and things like that, man, I could spend like single dollars and, and get a bunch of fresh fruit and all that. If you eat fruit, right. That's cool. Meat, the same thing. You can get meat. Everything is cheap. What you'll be trading in 
like what I would be giving up spending my summers over there versus my summers here. Everybody knows summertime Chicago, brother. There's no nowhere like it. But you're gonna give up the 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 rooftops and the fancy this and the fireworks and the you know a lot of other things. But but you you can trade it in for some some good times out there too. It just depends on what you went to, man. Like I said, you could relax. The weather's good. Yes, they had a hurricane season, but the weather's great. Um, people are friendly. You know, if I had to break it down, I could probably eat. Let's say I was a single guy, right? And you want to do that backpack thing you see the other people do. Man, you could go backpack through the country for $20 a day. Wow. And be okay, right? You know what I'm saying? Eat. I mean, a full jerk chicken dinner, even though jerk chicken ain't our thing, but just, you know, to give a perspective. If you went to one of them restaurants and got one of them $20 meals, that could be a $5 meal, you know? So it, it could happen. It's, it's, it's not a big deal, but I definitely, I'm going back. I'm going to go back in a couple of months, but, um, you know, the, 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 the goal, bro, is to be like over there for winters and back here for warmer weather. And uh, for the audience, I'm, uh, let me tell you something about this guy. Uh, so it's going to be a little long-winded, so. Um, when this guy goes out, he goes out in style. Trust me, he goes out to <laughs> the nice places and the nice restaurants after work and the rooftops downtown at the hotels and all these nice spots and stuff like that. But um, it's just like when I, the first day I met you, bro, it was like, I mean, it was just it was something about your personality and the way you just like your your. The, the clothes, you already know how I felt about the clothes. It was immaculate. You remember? Do you remember that? Uh, you know, bro, I, I do. I remember I remember our early days at Nordstrom, man. That, you know, that was a place that, that treated us well. So, yeah, let me let me go back real quick. I'm going to take you back to when I first started. So when I was at the rack, I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you the story. You just let me know if you remember. But okay. I was. I was at the rack and we had, it was a grand opening. It was a brand new store. Mm. And um, we had an employee shop night and you came over. So you came, you know, you like in your suit, you know, you had a three piece suit on looking clean and sharp <laughs> and nice shoes. And I'm like, man, who is this dude coming in this store like this? And I'm like, okay, so he must be, he must be like one of the VIPs or something, right? So, you know, we, uh, you know, we, you know, passed a couple of times, you know, back and forth. We were on the floor and everything. And um, you came up to me. You just introduced yourself. You're like, hey, hey man, I'm Mitch, man. I'm the, um, I want to say you were the inventory manager at that time, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think so. Or, or customer service. If I was in management at that time, I was the assistant sim, right? If I was in management at the yeah. time. So. Yes. And um, the reason why I brought it up is because from that moment, I saw the type of person that you were. You were very professional. Um, very sharp dresser. You actually made me get my game, step my game up a little bit. <laughs> I, I can't catch you, but <laughs> you know. But, um, Come on, bro, stop. <laughs> I'm serious, man. And it was like, like for me, transitioning into because I came from a, a, a retail world where it was just you wore like a uniform shirt mm -hmm. and um, a blue jeans, a company blue jeans or whatever. So we didn't have like all the stuff that we needed at, at Nordstrom, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So so to step into that world and to 
meet a guy like you and see how, you know, nice you dressed and how professional you were and, you know, you being, you know, um, one of us, you know, obviously. Yeah. That meant a lot. And that, that, that spoke volume and people don't know. And this is the reason for the podcast because people don't know who you can touch, who you can affect, who you can inspire. And that's, I just wanted to give you your flowers, man, because I'm serious. Man, like man. when I first met you, bro, it was, it was just the best thing ever, man. I, and that's, so we appreciate man, I, you, I appreciate that. I appreciate that wholeheartedly, bro. I really do. And it, it, it means a lot, man, coming from, when you get when you get your flowers from somebody you respect, you know, it's a great thing, man. And I appreciate it because, you know, I think I think we've all had a chance to do it. And when I say not when I say all, I just mean, you know, like the brothers, you you know, I know the, the common brothers we know, man, the, the Michael Burks, the Benz and those brothers. You know, it was important that we see each other doing those things, man. And, um, you know, I. I saw them doing it. I like, like I, I'm gonna tell you, you know, Michael Burks for me, that was my guy. Like that was somebody who I, I'm like, man, this dude. So I, I, I want to, you know, step my game up. So I, I appreciate being able to, do, you know, do it for somebody. Like somebody was able to do it for me, and I guarantee you did it for a few. So, you know, one man, it, it, that's good, bro. I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you, and and love, nothing but love. You know, for sure. Yeah, we definitely got to get Michael out here on the show, man. He's another oh, great guy. Man. They all love him. He's, I mean, he was uh, the hardest worker, but he was he was sharp as a pack. Also, I'm like, where do these guys come from? Yeah, you <laughs> know, <laughs> you know, bro. I, I mean, I could imagine, man. I, I I know you from the west side. I'm from the mm-hmm. south side. You know, the stigmas is out there, and you know, we got a, we we got this chance to work in this environment that was very well diverse and. I don't know about for you. I know for me, it was like, ooh, it's a lot of, it was a lot, it was a lot to handle, but it was, um, but it was, it was doable though. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was doable. Every, every day you kind of learn something new. You fit, you, you, you know, you, you figure something out, you see something different, man. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I, like I say, man, it, it goes back to my same thing about Belize, man. I, I, I really hope and and pray that black people, you know, I don't know if that's, I don't want to get too, too, too sidetracked or politically correct, but I would, I would, I would just hope that we all, when we start taking those trips and things like that, you know, and when you think about Las Vegas or you think about Disney world or something like that, man, think about the Caribbean countries uh, where you can go, your dollar will help the tour, you know, help, help, uh, help, help tourism and things like that. And, and 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 wholeheartedly go somewhere where you'll see people like you, people running like people running things. When I say running things, I mean like you you got to go. You don't have to say shop black because it is a black business. You know you don't have to you don't have to remind somebody to do something black or this that that. Everything is it's it's, it's a cultural it's a cultural experience, man. I, I just whether it's Jamaica, Belize. You know, anywhere else you could think of, Bahamas, Nassau, go check it out. It's worth it. It really is. It's worth it. And uh, real quick, before I turn it over to Frank, um, that's the same thing we brought up in our past couple of podcasts. So hopefully you'll get to check those out. It's like um, we talk about uh, black businesses and things of that nature. 
we want people to understand that we're not trying to change the narrative. This is what is this is reality. This is what it is. You know what I mean? This, mm-hmm. is, this is something where we're supposed to be included. You know, we shouldn't have to feel like that we're um, engaging in some kind of negative dialect because we want certain things to change. And you know, people have to change their thought process and change their way right. of thinking and make right. sure that they understand that you know it's not it's not necessarily black business or necessarily a black thing. But when you have all these issues and these these things that you don't want to deal with, then you get the frustration part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get all this sure. other stuff that you don't want to hear about, you know, and it's like, well, you can't, you know, if you're not if you're not listening, then somebody has to speak on it. We have to continue to push the envelope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm fine just listening to you all talk and reminisce, but I, I will say real quickly, so I'm an, I am an avid cruiser. Um, I cruise maybe three or four times a year. Man, um, I, I've never been on a cruise yet. Oh my God! Don't, don't get me started. <laughs> but but um, that's the first uh, thing I want to do with my daughter. I want to take her on a cruise. Sorry to interrupt. You'll be hooked. You will be you'll be hooked um, on it. Uh, but uh, I spent a lot of time in the Caribbean, Bahamas, and Cozumel, and uh, what have you. Uh, uh-huh. Belize is on my list, and uh, uh, Honduras and all other kind of places there. But yeah, yeah. I will say that I uh, love 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 being able to go. Um, to those countries and uh, that you think are these, uh, like you see in America on TV as these uh, slums or whatever, but to go there yeah. yourself and to see the very clean ocean water and to be oh, in the man. ocean and see your feet and then see fish around, like it is amazing the difference between what you see on TV and uh, what you see in person. Uh, sure. I know a lot of our, uh, a lot of our audiences, um, you know, a lot of our uh, club staff and, of course, different cultures and races. But I encourage people to, uh, you know, explore. Cause I know a lot of our staff goes on cruises as well. But uh, those Caribbean destinations, uh, Belize and all those places, those are some places you want to see for yourself. Uh, and you will see that what you see on TV is not always the reality. So I wanted to add that in there. Thank you. bro. Thank you for adding that, brother, because, you know, um, I so. When I was staying in Belize, I, I, I lived in um, I lived in a part of Belize. It's called Ladyville, um, and it's like a district in Belize. So if if it would be equivalent to something like touching down in Chicago and going to um, Schaumburg or Evanston or something like that, right? So when you go, most people think of a destination and they go and they visit and they travel. They, they think of the Keys. They think of the island. So they have two popular ones, the um, Kikaka and San Pedro. You, you don't see a lot of black, uh, you don't see a lot of black people vacationing out there, bro. You really don't. Um, it's, it's definitely all other ethnicities. It's not a lot of, I, I, and I don't know why. I, I was really, it's really confusing as to why you don't see more people that look like you vacationing there. Uh, everybody who looked like you work, you know, live there, works there, things like that. But you don't see a lot of people vacationing there, man. And it's, I, I, I hope that changes because you're going to have such the the, the, the the hospitality, you know, is there. Like people want to welcome you. They there, they want to welcome you. So I hope that changes. I hope more people go and check out those, not just the ones that they know about the Jamaicas and the things like that, but 
other places that people are ready to welcome. They ready to welcome you. You you gonna feel at home. You gonna feel at home. I hope you meet the. I hope I hope Frank get the Belize because I heard him say Belize on his list. I hope you get that, bro. Yeah, and just just to piggyback before I let you all finish. Uh, so I the reason why I don't go to um, uh, other countries that are not popular uh, tourist places is because I hate being on planes for longer than uh, 20, twenty seconds. Anything over twenty seconds is too much for me. So <laughs> a cruise ship, I can uh, wake up and be in another country. Uh, the last ship I was on had had an ice skating rink on the ship. There was a comedy club. There's a nightclub. There's a uh, I can watch. I, I can't. I really want to go on a cruise ship. Yeah, man. I can watch. A, I can watch a Broadway play. I can do all these things. Now they have roller coasters on them. They have miniature golf. I can do all these things while I'm traveling from island to island. But any plane ride over 20 seconds is too much for me. So that's that's my <laughs> excuse. <laughs> I got you. I feel you. I that's a that's oh. that's that's tough though. I, that 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 cruise experience is a, I mean, like you said, you can do all those things on a cruise, man. Nobody that, that twenty four hours if, uh, at forty one. Like I'm forty one years old right now, so you know I was thinking like, oh, pandemic. If what about the concerts and this and that? If it's one thing that doesn't return back to normal in enough time for me, it would be the cruise. Like that's the only thing I could regret and say. I, man, I never got to go on one of them cruises, man, before it was, you know, wear your mask and you no buffets and this and that, you know? Well, I think cruising is going to come back. But what, what I will say for me, I, I like to eat. You know, I like, I like to eat. But uh, you will enjoy, if you like food, you will enjoy the 24 hours of, of unlimited food and the yeah. free uh, the free room service. Being able to call and say, bring me this, and, they, and it's all included. You will, If you like food, yeah. you will enjoy that uh because all i did was eat and i'm looking forward to it eat, I'm, eat, I'm, eat, so that's gonna um, be the first that's gonna be the first thing i do when things kind of return back to normal as a cruise i need to knock that off my bucket list hey hey you know, you know what? Big bucket list, but i need to he, knock it off he used to drive me crazy he uh had like stuff on facebook at like like three in the morning i'm like what are you doing dude like go to bed <laughs> I'm like, you've been on the cruise bro dave you cruised before no, I haven't, and that's on my bucket list. Along yeah. with coming to Belize, I gotta, I gotta come check it out. A couple of other things I got on my bucket list, but um. But yeah, here's my tip. Though. Here's my tip for new cruiser. Here's my tip because I, I made this mistake, going out and trying to be fancy and buying the biggest room with the most amenities in it. I probably spent an average day four hours in that room that I spent all that money on. I could spend that money on the islands and the excursions and whatever. So uh, my yeah, advice to people, yeah. my advice to people is if you know, like, you know, you're only going to be sleeping in that room, you know, there's no need to go fancy and be all whatever, and you're not going to enjoy it. So that's my advice to new cruisers. That sounds, you know, that sounds more realistic because I've said that about Vegas, right? Like I used to love Vegas, man. I still love Vegas. I haven't been in years. But people be like, ah, you don't need the you don't need a room in Vegas and this and then that. And then I beg to differ, right? I'm always like, no, you 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 kind of do need a room because you don't really want to be outside all day. You kind of want to chill, right? So that's a yeah, I get that. But I, but it makes complete sense on that cruise though, yeah. because on the cruise, it, I mean, it's 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 only what's on the ship, right? It's not a you can't walk two hours and go nowhere. It's only what's on the ship, so. Well, right, you know, you're what, 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 what a ship is, uh, but a ship is is thirteen levels. 
Um, I, I, but, but, you could, but that's what I say. Like, it would make sense, like, because you got access to the entire ship for the most part, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. You really, yeah. You don't need no room. You, yeah. you, you probably yeah. going to sit outside and in old better pool or something. I mean, you know what cruise I want to go to? They got this um this cruise called Welcome to Jamrock. It's hosted by uh Bob Marley's son, man. I think it's been like its fifth year. Incredible cruise, man. Incredible cruise. Very expensive though. That's what I haven't been. Okay. So um being that you were out of the country for five months, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you a question about your music. So what is on your playlist right now? <laughs> what is some give me one song or one artist that we need to keep our eye on? Uh, man, that's a great question, man. Um so being out the country uh in in over there in Belize, soca music is is the number one genre of music, right? Soca music. Um it's similar to an Afrobeat. So if you ever had an Afro or heard some Afro beats artist, Wiz, what's the Wiz Kid? He's one of the big artists right now. Though that's the music. Um, then, then second would probably be like dancehall music, which is reggae music. Your Sean Pauls, your Elephant Man's. So I've always, I've always been a very well-rounded when it comes to music. My dad listened to all kind of music, right? Um, but 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 yeah, lately I've, I've ventured more to the um, dance hall scene, you know, reggae music. So Dexter Daps, that's the guy who's kind of like in control of. I ain't gonna say he in control of reggae music, but he's a big artist on the reggae scene, and I think he has the most potential to cross over. Like like you know, reggae is a big genre of music, whether they tell you or not. They manipulate the album sales all the time, but I can tell you, reggae music is a big genre of music, bro. Very, very big all over the world. So uh, artists like Dexter Daps, man, they, they, he, he's like the. Um, I don't know if there's a good reference or not, you know, I, you know, but R. Kelly, he's like the R. Kelly of reggae music right now. His, his, his pen is is different. His storytelling is different. And he sing a lot of songs for the ladies, right? Uh, very different, man. If you pull him up right now, he got a big song right now with uh, Tory Lanez and and a, another remix song. But real big artist right now, man. So a lot of reggae music. That's what I listen to. My my fiance is a uh, she listens to a lot of soca music. So I've grown to love that 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 genre of music too. Uh, reggae music, soca music. It's celebratory music. It's it's party music. It's it's cheerful. It's happy. It's not a whole lot of um, negative vibes. It's not a lot of uh, derogatory things in it. Even though the music could somewhat be a little sexual because they they dance and they sing. They talk about wine and things like that. But it's a it's a celebratory music, man. So it's always feel good. You know, feel good music. So um, with that being said, um, with your music, we're going to mm-hmm. segue into sports, of course, and our man, LeBron James, <laughs> which uh, I know the audience 
that probably like, oh god, everybody booing right now, right? But um, you know, they're not looking too good right now, man. I'm I'm a little nervous. I can't lie. So um, give us your take on uh, your thoughts on how we gonna finish up, man. Man, you know, you know, like you said, bro, that's our man's man. Um, you know, I I think I think I think LeBron James. You know, and I hope I don't sound like a Queens, like they, I know they call them queen lovers and all that, but I think mm-hmm. that brother is is just a, a talented individual. His IQ level for basketball is is different than most people I see in the NBA. So I, I think he's the type of player that can get as long as he gets to the playoffs, anything is possible for him. But I was just having this conversation about basketball with my brother, you know, right before we started the podcast. The the basketball is just kind of open season for a lot of things, man. You know, it's a good time in basketball. I know a lot of people are like, ah, man, it's soft, it's this, it's that. Look, man, if you can get if you can get yourself out of the 80s and step up to where we at right now in 2020, these young these young boys is playing ball. They talented. Anybody can get you 40, 50. It, it, it is what it is. I'm going with LeBron. You know, that's what my that's that's my man. So I'm still with him. Unless they get injured, unless he get hurt or something like that. I don't think nobody can beat. He's proved that he's been running things for 10 years when he was on the East. Everybody. Did you peep out? Everybody went to the East when he left. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. he went over to your, your conference to battle y'all and y'all all ran to the East. <laughs> So for me, I don't want to hear nothing about none of that. Exactly. He came to y'all conference where y'all said it's tough at 17 years later, and y'all all ran to the East to go try and battle without. So it is what it is, bro. Especially, um, especially James Harden is like uh, putting on a hissy fit and he's like, oh, I want to get traded. I want to get traded. Okay, well, we'll trade you somewhere uh, where it's warm or, or somewhere. No, yeah. I want to go to Brooklyn. Really, I want to go to Brooklyn. <laughs> and, and 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 you know, the Brooklyn Nets, man. I I actually liked KD. I thought KD was a great. I thought he was the 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 second best after LeBron. You know what I'm saying? But when I talk about the Brooklyn Nets, like we just said, y'all all went over to the East. Y'all didn't even go to individual teams and compete. Y'all went to one team in in so called. I never said this. This was everybody else. The East is weaker than the West. This is that that. So why do fast? Oh, why y'all all got to go to one team in the East then? <laughs> why you can't come compete? Why you you? Everybody could have went to one individual team and been, you know what I'm saying? But that's I don't know, bro. I don't know how to take that, man. So I'm gonna see. I'm still around with Bron, dog. I'm still around with him. And you know another thing that like cracks me up. Uh, we're gonna get ready to wrap up in a couple of minutes here, but um, the thing that really drives me insane about people is like. They say, oh, the NBA is soft and it's this and it's that. If you are not watching NBA basketball, then how would you know it's soft? <laughs> how do you make that assumption? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. it put, put, make it make sense. I mean, like, right. you can't say the NBA is soft. Oh, I don't watch the NBA. So how do you know it's soft then? You know and, what I mean? And, and why? You know, for me too, man, like, like I grew up watching Michael Jordan. I, I, I'm, I was one of the lucky ones. I got to watch him as a teen, so as a teenager, before I was a teenager, you know, I got to watch Michael Jordan. So, no, there is nobody who's ever going to probably 
probably make me look at basketball the way Michael Jordan made me look at basketball, right? But at the same time, being soft because because the, they had to take away the mentality that you got to knock me out the air to stop me. I don't think that's so. I, I think that personally, I don't I don't want nobody knocking me down, potentially ruining my legs, making me have a limp for life and stuff like that. I don't think that's so. I think I think we should be encouraging. I mean, if you could block my shot, block my shot. Don't knock me down because you can't block my shot. Right. Don't knock right. me out the air because you can't block my shot. Block my shot. So I think we should be encouraging talent over, you know, physical. You know, this ain't hockey. This ain't boxing. Like, you know. Exactly. And just like you said, it's a lot of parody right now. It's a lot of great teams out there. It's a lot of, talent, a lot of man. great basketball being played. A lot of great yeah. talent. And um, it's going to be a great playoff, man, when it's – I kind of – I'm, I'm kind of, like, on the fence about that, that play-in stuff. But – Yeah, I – yeah, I, that's that's gonna be interesting too, though. That's that's an interesting aspect. Uh, we was talking about a little while ago moving the three point line back because too many people shooting three pointers. So we were saying, why not move it back? Make it more difficult. Then, if I'm gonna shoot the three, you know, I'm gonna live with them. I, I'm gonna understand that you know it's gonna it's gonna be a consequence for shooting that three pointer. I think they need to move it back. Them them right. cats have proved that they can shoot from anywhere almost. At least everybody on, on the team got a three-point specialist. A real three-point specialist, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, so, you know, Frank, you know, he does – this is like foreign territory to him. So um, I know uh, I'm torturing him, but um, – <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Sorry, bro. <laughs> we got to give you something. Come on, you got to give me a team. You got to give me a star player you like. You got to give me something. Come on, you never give me anything on the podcast. Come on, you got I'm, – I'm putting you on the spot. Give me somebody you like right now. So. What do you mean? What do you mean? Not like? What do you mean? Favorite player, favorite team. Just give me something. Give me I don't, anything. Give me anything NBA. Anything basketball related. I mean, I love. As you know, as you already know, I love LeBron's investing. I'm I'm, I'm a big investor. I'm into the stock market. I'm into uh, uh, generational wealth and teaching people how to do that. So I am, I like LeBron from the investing side. I do follow that because I'm big on CNBC. I watch stock markets all day, every day from around the world. So, I mean, I, I am a huge fan. It's not only LeBron, by the way, in the NBA that does that. But um, so I, I do follow basketball players and the money and how they uh, use money, save money, and what they invest in because I go behind them and invest in those things too. So uh, I, may not, I may not watch them uh, on the field, but I watch them and how they, uh, you know, raise a family financially, build generational wealth. I also watch the ones that get money and then lose it and spend it and then lose it so that I don't follow those footsteps. So I do watch LeBron in that sense. Uh, he's, 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 he's good at helping me teach young people how to invest because I can say, hey, LeBron invest and get their attention and I can then teach them because, you know, I want everybody to be investing. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's that's good, man. That's a good that's a good uh, good way of looking at it. You know, I, I never thought about the other things that people watch them for other than basketball. Like, you know, they just, yeah, it's good. And so um, so that, that that was my perfect segue. I'm kind of glad he went there because uh, Frank does have some uh, very, very interesting stuff coming up. Um, he's going to keep you guys uh, posted on that um, with financial and stock information. And um, I believe a YouTube channel is coming 
soon as well. Am I correct? Yeah, which is why I actually have this little this little studio thing behind me. It's not for the podcast, it's really for that. But uh yes, yeah, so I'm doing a um training people from from beginners who have never ever heard about investing, don't know anything about it, who think it's intimidating. Uh, I'm gonna walk them through it uh culturally every week on YouTube. Uh, starting with zero dollars. So if you have zero dollars in your pocket to invest, um, I'm going to walk you through zero dollars to generational wealth. That God, will take care of you, take care of your kids, take care of your kids' kids. I'm going to show you how to do that on YouTube that's in June. Big. Yes, that's big. That's big. Congrats on that, bro. Because that's big, man. You know, that's that's what we need, man. We need more. We need more of uh, more resources. You know, more resources, man. Uh, that's big. And the, the, the information that, you know, Frank puts out there for our listeners and, and for the people that we work with is, is uh, huge. And um, like the 1,000 times, he's going to hate me, but shout out to you, Frank, again. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, great job. He always takes care of us and um, he's the man. So um, let's uh, keep an eye out, and, uh, ears out for when he gets that started. and. Um, Anyway, back to my guest here. Final words. Uh, anything you want to let let us know? Any upcoming things you got going on? Any what you got? Uh, you know, for me, man. Um, you know, the biggest thing I got going on right now is, uh, you know, fatherhood. Um, that 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 that's that's my focus on being the best father I can be. Um. I'm also interested in, like I said, I'm going to be, you know, trying to figure out how to get myself to to be able to be in both places. I don't want to I don't want to say that I don't want to consider myself a American or if I'm living in the U.S. or living in Belize. I want to I want to be in both places, man. I plan to reside in both places. So I'm figuring out uh, business opportunities there. Um you know that that that's that's pretty much what I got going, bro. This is the, you know, two twenty has been a, a different year for most of us. Uh, it's, it 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 probably has challenged most of us, right, to step outside our boxes, and and um, it's so good to see a lot of us doing it. It's go so good to see a lot of people doing it. You know, your podcast, your every. It's just so good to see everybody doing it. So that's it, man. You know, I, I hopefully. When you come to Belize and visit, you know, I'll be I, I'll have some set up where tourism for, for for you guys will be great. Man, that's that's what I plan on doing. I plan on getting into the tourism industry there, um, setting up the generational wealth for my daughter. You know, I want her to I want her to appreciate her country where she was born, even though she's an American because she gets all my rights. Right. But I want her to appreciate that country where she was born be able to go back and love it and represent it, you know, and, and help the other people there. That's what I would, that's what I want. For sure. And then uh, before we close out, Frank has a uh, quick, another uh, last question for you. Yes, I got a, I got one. So um, with, with our last guest and even, and even you, uh, uh, David has been uh, helping to um, allow us to have some uncomfortable conversations. And what I mean by that is again, our, uh, podcast, um, the base of our audience are our coworkers from the north side of um, 
Chicago at Wrigley Field uh, mm-hmm. who are not predominantly um, African-American and, and they're huge supporters of us and we are supporters of them. And I've always said that education is the best way to bring the cultures together as opposed to all the propaganda that you hear on TV. So uh, with you today and the guest that David had on the last one, uh, it's great to have these uncomfortable conversations that um, uh, can educate me and them as well. So my question that I want to ask you is a question that um, some of them may have uh, that I know the answer to and you, uh, Dave may know the answer to, but I think it's, education is good for the cultures. And I want to talk about, because uh, you talked about Belize and the Caribbean, so I want to talk about hair based on the hair that I see with you, because, you know, a lot of people of other cultures, um, you know, have questions about like hair and how important that is and uh, you know what what do they call it do we it safe to call them locks is it safe to call them dreads or whatever so i was wondering if just from an educational standpoint you know can we talk about hair your hair man bro I, man that's a great question man i'm glad you brought that up or i truly am um with my hair what you see going on right now man is um you know i don't know if you if you if david earlier talked about my appearance and, and how I used to dress and things like that. So uh, my hair was a big part of my appearance. I would have never thought to go this route with my hair, right? The pandemic, when they started to do the the no barbers and you, you can't go to the barbershop and this and that, and that um, it, it, it just was the perfect time for me to say, you know what? I always wanted to have my natural hair. You know, I've always liked um like i said reggae music is a big thing so i've always looked at Ray, bob marley my brother has dreadlocks so i've always wanted to do this i just never had a, a chance to actually do it and so for me here this is just my natural hair some people might i just washed it right so i just I, it was styled and I, it was it was you know looked more presentable but i just washed it and it's the wildest it's looked in a long time i think i've been doing this um I've been growing my hair for about a year now. And I personally, I just like the freedom of, you know, not having my hair define me, so to say. It, it's, it's, it's amazing how much your hair plays a part in your life. You know, you go places to kind of either, either you look at a person from foot up or from head down. I used to sell shoes at Nordstrom, so I've always looked at people from the foot, from the, their, their feet up. But I've always noticed that I've always gotten a look from the top down. So, man, bro, you know, this is just my natural hair. Um, this particular time of my life at 41, it 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 doesn't define me anymore. Who who don't like it, don't like it, who who likes it, likes it. I'm just comfortable with it right now. It's it's definitely a confidence to say like, you know, like David might tell you, bro. I, I'm I'm a I'm, I used to be in a barber every week, lining, cut this, cut that. Just keep me looking tight, look presentable, make me not look intimidating, things like that. And you know, at this point, I'm like, you know what, man? If somebody finds me intimidating who don't get to know me, that's up to you. You know, that's that's up to you. I'm even sorry. I prejudged so many people back in the day. I used to prejudge the, even the youngsters like, why you why you growing dreadlocks? You're not going to give yourself a chance. That was that was wrong, man. It's wrong. This is your hair. This is how this is how our hair grows. 
everybody can't afford to go to the barbershop. Everybody can't afford to maintain these things. But you should be judged on your inside, man. You, your appearance should be kind of like this much of how you should be judged. And that's what hair is doing for me right now, bro. I don't know if that was the best answer to what I, but that's just where I'm at right now. My my stepdaughter, she, she's been an inspiration to me. She's seven years old and she just don't like doing her hair. She could care less about her hair, you know? And that's, that's just funny to me. Like, you know, I'm like, you don't care what kids talk about you or nothing like that. She could care less about her hair. It's, it's her confidence was crazy to me. So I think it's a confidence, man. Don't don't let your hair define you. That's the only thing I want to say about hair. It shouldn't define us. It shouldn't make us look scary. It shouldn't make us look less approachable, less professional, anything. It's just hair. It's just hair. And, and if, if, uh, for my listeners out there, and hopefully we have some, uh, some of our former coworkers that listen to the podcast, when I tell you this, this guy... He would not come to work without a fresh haircut. <laughs> he would not come to work without a fresh haircut. I'm like, just being immaculate every every day. I'm like, it, wow. It's, it's, bro, it's, the, it's, it's really the craziest thing. Like, I was even explaining it to my fiance when I was there. Like, you know, like, she's even like, you know, Aaron this, Aaron that. I'm like, you know what, baby? I've done that for the most of my life. I've always appearance, appearance, appearance. It's, it's, it's refreshing to be out here where people rarely care about your appearance. It's, it's very refreshing. I, I feel like, you know what? As long as they'll have me in their establishment and I can pay for it, that's where I want to be. I don't want, I don't want nobody to ask me, you know, you used to, used to kind of take pride in that, like, hey, man, what suit is that? Where you get that from? This, it, it means nothing to me, bro. Absolutely nothing to me. You know, and I worked in it. You know, we worked in the fashion industry. I mean, fashion was part of what we did. So, but now it means absolutely nothing to me, man. I don't, I just, you know, I just want to be looked at and viewed for who I am, not how I look, not what you think I got or I don't get or none of that. You know, I just want to be, you know, who I am. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's big, man. That is big. Um, well, you know, I think that's a good place to leave it for now. But, um, man, I really appreciate you coming on and spending your Friday evening with us. And Appreciate um, y'all having me, bro. I do appreciate man, y'all. Uh, you got to come back because um, actually what this conversation just did in the past couple conversations that we had is actually is triggering my brain to start something else. And I'm going to uh, get with uh, Frank and we're going to talk about this, but. Um, I think it's time to move the needle a, a little bit further and um, dive into those conversations. So um, yeah, I love to have you, man. Any, any, I love to come back anytime you want to have me, bro. You know, you know me and you. We, hey, we always good, man. Always have been. I mean, twenty, you know, at least fifteen years, at least fifteen years. So yeah. the respect is there, brother. I appreciate you. Thanks for inviting me. Definitely. Absolutely. And uh, Frank, uh, any last words before we close it out? Uh, no, I'm all good. I think that me and you are on the same path, mind-wise, because some things in my head were rolling about a, a, a series that we can do, but uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, real quick before we close out, um, I just want to send my uh, condolences, thoughts, and prayers to uh, 
one of our uh, co-hosts and our correspondents, uh, Otisha. Uh, she had a loss in the family recently, so uh, we just want to uh, send her our thoughts and prayers and um, hope everything's well with her family and um, just had to throw that out there real quick. Um, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us on Mistaken Identity with David and Frank. And we'll see you next time. All right, real peace, man. Thank you. <laughs>